Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. The risk of catastrophic flooding remains tonight. Keep it here on your weather alert station. The Virginia governor declares a state of emergency ahead of the storm. I'm Dick Uliano. Escaping from Florida to the D.C. area. You could feel that relief in the plane. I'm Nick Einelli. It's 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. The destructive winds and floodwaters of Hurricane Ian have knocked out power to almost 2 million customers in Florida. The storm, which made landfall near Fort Myers with 100 mile per hour winds, is now a Category 2 storm with winds of 105 miles per hour. Governor Ross says reports of major flooding and tornado-like damage are occurring in areas across the state. So this is going to be a nasty, nasty uh, day, two days. Uh, probably we think now it will be exiting the peninsula uh, sometime on Thursday. Conditions are rapidly getting worse as far away as the low-lying city of St. Augustine on Florida's east coast. We're going to ride it out. So we, that's the plan. On Anastasia Island, Brad Melvin spent the day piling sandbags and securing his home to ride out Hurricane Ian. Why did you decide to stay? So uh, I, <laughs> part of it was I had to uh, work. I also wanted to quit. As the monster storm pummels the west coast, Floridians in central and northeast sections are preparing for extreme flooding and high winds to arrive in the next 24 hours. That's CBS's Meg Oliver reporting. Former CBS News correspondent Bill Plant has died at the age of 84. CBS News contributor and former White House correspondent Peter Mayer worked with Plant for more than 30 years. Colleagues are remembering Bill Plant as a world-class reporter and a gentleman and a cherished friend and colleague. Expressing his own sadness, former Bill Clinton press secretary Mike McCurry told me how Bill was fun to tangle with at the podium and even more fun to dine with. Mike McCurry called him a first-class reporter and guy. Six adults were shot and wounded at an East Oakland, California school campus. It's one of several schools located on the same block. Police escorted students and staff out of a fifth grader, Sheree Pollard's nearby building. It was a little bit scary, but I just had to deal with it because my teacher, he calmed me down. His name is LT, and I know that our school will keep us safe. Oakland's assistant police chief declined to say whether any of the victims were students or teachers. The school's website says it serves new migrants ages 16 to 21. A new drug shows promise in slowing Alzheimer's patients. CBS's medical contributor, Dr. David Agus, is guardedly optimistic. The drug has a significant effect in terms of delaying cognitive decline, approximately 27% over the 18-month duration of the study. But when you look at the big picture of things, it's a very small amount of a several-month delay in cognitive decline. Yankee star Aaron Judge hits his 61st home run and ties Roger Maris's AL record. Number 61! He's been chasing history, and now he makes it! That call on the Yes Network. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 11.03 on Wednesday, September 28th, 2022, 57 degrees, dropping to the lower 50s and some 40s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. 
Our top story remains Hurricane Ian, which is spinning a little bit slower tonight over Florida, but sustained winds are still maxing out at 90 miles an hour. It is now considered a Category 1 storm. And as it moves northward, our region is preparing for what it could bring. Here's WTOP's Dick Giuliano. With the remnants of Ian expected to push into Virginia starting Friday, Governor Glenn Youngkin has issued a state of emergency, calling Ian a large and powerful storm. The declaration is intended to ensure that communities have the resources necessary to cope with the effects of the storm, which could include heavy rain, flooding, wind damage, and other impacts. The declaration will allow Virginia to begin mobilizing resources. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. Some people who are riding out the hurricane in our area were lucky to get out of Florida at the last minute. When Alice Honeycutt left her home in St. Petersburg, Florida, and boarded her flight yesterday from Tampa to Reagan National, Airport, she says she felt absolute relief. And she wasn't the only one. There were hardly any flights available at that time. It was a desperate move by a lot of people to get up. You could feel that relief in the plane. I've never heard a plane so quiet. It was definitely a sense of relief throughout the whole group not just for me. She's now staying with family in Hyattsville and plans to get back to Florida next week. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. It's 11.05. As major construction work resumes on the Purple Line, a new report calls for a different kind of work to ensure affordable housing and small businesses along the line aren't lost. The Washington Post says the report urges governments and community groups to come together and work together to prevent gentrification. A study done by the Purple Line Corridor Coalition also recommending working to ensure safe access to Purple Line stations by pedestrians and bicyclists. In Fairfax County, where investigators say a man killed his own father. Let's get an update on that. Fairfax County police say 36-year-old Sammy Hassanin killed his 82-year-old father, Talit Hassanin. Officers were called to a home over on Justice Place in Franconia yesterday afternoon. They found Talit at the bottom of the basement stairs where he died. During the investigation, detectives found significant trauma to Talit's upper body and determined his death was no accident. His adult sons, who also lived in the home, were questioned leading to Sammy's arrest. He's now charged with second-degree murder and is being held without bond. Anyone with information about the incident should contact Fairfax County Police. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. A much-loved boxing coach was killed Saturday in D.C. As his family continues to mourn his loss, his son plans to honor his dad by taking to the ring in a big match. It's a contest the two had been training for for a long time. Arthur Buddy Harrison Jr. coached at Old School Boxing in Hillcrest Heights, Maryland. And among his students, his son, boxer Dusty Hernandez Harrison. Everyone would say, like, yeah, you know, you got a perfect excuse not to fight again, but I think it'd be a perfect excuse to anyone but, but Buddy. As police search for the person who killed his dad, Hernandez Harrison says the outpouring of support for his family has been incredible, and he's truly learned how much his dad loved his community. I'm getting told, hey, you know, your father always used to make sure we got home from school okay. As Hernandez Harrison takes to the ring and the Beltway battles is coming Saturday, he says it'll be difficult not having his dad in there motivating him. He was a great corner man. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, why is Hurricane Ian so particularly devastating? We'll talk about that with an expert. It's 1107. A complete picture of the battle space in seconds, when every second counts. That is the power of JADC2, Joint All Domain Command and Control. Raytheon Intelligence in Space puts that power in the hands of warfighters, connecting and fusing data from satellites, aircraft, ships, ground vehicles, and across cyberspace, making sense of it, securing it. 
and providing decision makers with the information they need to act across any domain and against any challenge. Raytheon Intelligence in Space. Visit rtx.com slash RIS. Get the best of the best for less now at Ashley. Hurry in for the best prices on the best Ashley looks and styles. Save 10% off our everyday low prices. Plus, get 36 months no interest financing. Update one room for every room with amazing Ashley deals. Sofas, $6.99. Two-piece sectionals, $10.99. Queen beds, $2.99. Savings of 10% off. 36 months no interest financing. It's our best of the best. Shop and save now at Ashley in Falls Church, Fairfax, Gaithersburg, Waldorf, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. It's 1108. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s in the WTOP Traffic Center. It's Rich Hunter. All right, Michelle, right now traveling on the Beltway on the inner loop of the Beltway in the local lanes headed across the Woodrow Wilson Bridge from Oxon Hill toward Alexandria. Uh, the emergency work returns, but tonight just blocking a single left lane. So you get by two lanes threat, but there's still a little bit of a slowdown. As you get into that work zone just after I-295, headed toward Virginia, so just be aware. Uh, if you're traveling on the inner loop of the Beltway in Virginia, first the express lanes closed again between the entrance in Springfield and 66 due to the overnight work in the 66 interchange. Also working in the main line on the inner loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66, that work zone blocks a single left lane. The ramp to go west on 66 also closed. You follow posted detour there. And then on the inner loop between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road, two left lanes past the work. Add a loop between the American Legion Bridge and Georgetown Pike. Two right lanes get you by. And then on the ramp to westbound 66, you're down to a single right lane through the work zone. Now, if you're traveling 395 south, just before the exit for Route 1 Crystal City, the crash had been along the left side. Uh, authorities were out with it waiting on a tow. Then beyond that, nothing else in your way on 395 getting down to the Beltway. 95 southbound, just south of 123, you had a broken down tractor trailer blocking the right lane. That was causing a delay across the Occoquan getting by. And then it's the work again, southbound 95 between Route 630 Stafford and the exit for Centerport Parkway near mile marker 139. Single file left gets you by the bridge work. And again, beginning at midnight, they're going to do tem temporary total closures up to 30 minutes through the overnight to lay some more steel beams on what will become the new bridge for American Legion Road over top of 95. 66 eastbound as you head east of the Fairfax County Parkway uh, toward uh, Route 50, the crash that was in the work zone that had traffic held up has been cleared. So you're back to getting by two lanes to the left through the work zone. Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cassius King and Lady Luck scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery. with prizes up to $2 million instantly. And please play responsibly. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Weather with Mike Steneford. Partly cloudy skies and chilly tonight. We'll see lows in the 40 suburbs, low 50s closer into the district. Partly cloudy and cool on Thursday, highs from 65 to 70. Could be a late day shower on Friday, highs around 70. Rainy, breezy at times on Saturday, low to mid 60s. Could be some heavy rain on Sunday, highs will be in the low to mid 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Steneford. It's 59 in DuPont Circle, 50 in Germantown, 58 in Annandale. Look for lows in the low 50s tonight, some 40s in the suburbs. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 1111. Hurricane Ian made landfall as one of the most powerful storms to hit the U.S. in American history. More than a million people have lost power as Florida is assaulted with wind, rain and catastrophic storm surge. The good news is the storm has weakened a bit since it came ashore. 
Now it is a Category 1 storm with maximum sustained winds of 90 miles an hour. Scott Dance, the global weather writer for the Washington Post, joined Dimitri a little earlier to talk about what features of the hurricane make it so much more devastating. It is proof what the meteorologists always say, which is, yeah, one storm, they tell you to prepare for the possibility of any given storm. It's not about the whole season at large. Any single storm can have an impact like this, and it doesn't matter what happened before that. So, yeah, we had a record quiet August, but with such warm waters in the Gulf of Mexico, which is a big zone for hurricane formation and development this time of year, it was just, yeah, really right for this storm. What would you tell us or want us to know meteorologically or otherwise about what happened uh, this morning when the storm already quite powerful at 130 miles per hour ramped up, intensified to about 155, almost a category five before coming ashore? Is that the warm waters that gave it that energy? Yes, definitely. And then I think it's also a little bit of the speed with which the storm did end up moving. It, it is moving slowly for a hurricane, but it sort of turned towards land a little faster than forecasters thought it might initially or, or previously. You know, we do see it weakening some now as it's moving across land, of course, so it doesn't have those warm waters underneath it to feed off of. But it moved onto the coast so strong that, yeah, the National Hurricane Center is saying to expect it to, you know, retain hurricane force through the night. And once it comes out the other side on the Atlantic, it'll probably remain a strong tropical storm, at least when it is expected to make landfall again in, you know, maybe Georgia or South Carolina. Let's think back to 2004. There was Hurricane Charlie, roughly the same strength, 150 mile per hour winds hitting in roughly the same spot. Are there major differences or at least some differences between this storm and Charlie? Yeah, it's very kind of eerily similar. I looked into this some today and I mean, yeah, the two storms struck the landfall, you know, the point of landfall technically, which is basically just the center of the eye where it crosses land, was, yeah, the same exact spot pretty much, just a little north of the Fort Myers area. But Ian is significantly more intense that compared to Charlie, it's much larger. The field of its hurricane force winds is much larger. Even its eye itself was much larger, which meant a larger area experienced those most extreme uh, winds at, in its eye wall, which, you know, surround the, the calm eye. And, and then also, like I said earlier, because it's like moving a little slow, I mean, it's moving much slower than Charlie did. That means more chance for rain to accumulate. There's big threats of inland flooding in central Florida overnight tonight and into tomorrow. It's really just kind of hovering over some of the same spots, just dumping them with rain almost kind of like what we saw with Hurricane Harvey in, in Texas a few years ago. So similar concerns there where it's just not an amount of rain that we're used to seeing from hurricanes in the past. Scott Dance is the global weather writer for The Washington Post. And coming up here on WTOP, the Nats take it to 10 innings at Nats Park. We'll tell you what happened. 1114. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Fairfax area attorneys, a partner men can count on, office in Falls Church. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Rob Woodfork. All right, the Nationals walked off the Braves in extra innings, 3-2 to two on C.J. Abrams' 10th inning single to cap a 3-for-5 night at the plate, Dave Martinez. What I loved is that he's very poised, right? He took his swings, and then all of a sudden got, makes a good pitch. It was a good pitch, and he stayed down, stayed with it, and was able to get good wood on it, put it in the hole, and um, they're driving a big run for us. Which means his first big league Gatorade bath and getting mopped at the plate. How did it feel, CJ? I was freezing. I was really cold. <laughs> and I got like three, four of them. But it was fun, though. Yeah, and Abrams walk-off <laughs> winner, the only Nats run, not driven in by Luke Voigt's Josiah Gray pitched a strong six innings for no decision. The Orioles' wild-card bid, uh, it's not looking so good after a 3-1 loss in Boston. Seattle right now leading the Rangers 3-1. to So if that holds, the O's would be four and a half games out of the final AL wild-card spot. There's only seven games left to play. Uh, the uh, Washington Commanders have a must-win game in Dallas Sunday. They'll be wearing all black for the first time in franchise history. So how do you ensure you're not dressed for the funeral for your season, Terry McLaurin? I think if we could come out there and play our style of game and really just not get behind early, I think that just gives us the best chance to be successful. More complimentary football guys flying around defensively, creating havoc and turnovers and offensive, creating explosive plays and sustaining drives. When you have those opportunities, you're going to be in a lot of games. They just uh, have to hope that Charles Leto and Wes Schweitzer are in the game. They did not participate in Wednesday practice. Sam Cosme, Benjamin St. Juice, they highlighted the list of seven players limited. The Capitals skated to a 3-1 exhibition game in Philadelphia. And back to baseball, uh, 61 homers now for Aaron Judge. She ties the uh, American League record set by one Roger Maris. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. Tonight, Hurricane Ian has been downgraded to a Category 1 storm with sustained winds maxing out around 90 miles an hour. That's down from 150 miles an hour when it made landfall this afternoon. But it remains extremely dangerous. Some people are trapped by high water in their homes. Starting Friday, the storm's effects will be felt in Virginia. At least that's the prediction right now. Tonight, Governor Glenn Youngkin has declared a state of emergency to help agencies prepare for at times heavy rain and strong wind gusts. And the head of D.C.'s 911 dispatch center was a no-show today before a D.C. Council Oversight Committee. Karima Holmes had a family emergency. The focus was mistakes that delayed urgent care, including sending first responders to the wrong addresses. Multiple families testified about how their loved ones died. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. First traffic and weather on the 8th to the traffic center and Rich Hunter. All right, traveling in Maryland, one of our listeners came upon a disabled vehicle eastbound Route 50 John Hanson Highway. After Columbia Park Road, but before you get to 202 Landover Road, apparently he stopped in the left lane, couldn't get him get himself over to the left shoulder. Uh, Maryland State Police College Park and Maryland State Highways were en route to give assistance for now. Just stay right to get by a brief but abrupt slowdown. Now, over on the Bay Bridge, westbound span block for overnight maintenance. Eastbound carries two-way traffic. One lane for each direction of travel delays have been briefed under paving again on 50 westbound between the exit for Cape St. Clair Road, exit 29 and exit 27 for Route 2 Ritchie Highway, single file right past the Millingen Paving. Up on Maryland 200, westbound just west of the I-95 interchange, single file left through the work. 100 eastbound in Elkridge, down uh, down to a single right lane again approaching I-95. Brief delay there. Uh, Southern Maryland 301 between Clifton Drive and the nice Middleton Bridge. Alternating traffic once again through a paving project there. 
In Virginia, 395 South, just before Route 1 Crystal City, the crash remains along the left side. You stay right to get by. You do have access to the ramp for Route 1 Crystal City. 95 Southbound, just after 123, uh, the broken down tractor trail at last check still blocking the right lane. was slow from Route 1, getting past 123, headed down toward the Prince William Parkway. On the house, no charge, complimentary. For a limited time, Silver Diner is offering free delivery through silverdiner.com. Order today. Offer in September 30th. Silver Diner. Eat well. Be well. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Here's Mike Steneford with your forecast. A beautiful fall night across the region. Partly cloudy skies. It will be a bit on the chilly side. Most of us will see lows in the mid-40s. Some low 50s closer into the district. Partly cloudy skies on Thursday. Temperatures a bit below average. Our highs only 65 to 70. Cloud cover on Friday. There is a risk of a shower by sunset and a high near 70. Rainy and breezy as the remnants of Ian come our way on Saturday. Highs out of mid-60s. Rainy and breezy on Sunday. The rain could be heavy at times. Highs also low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stinnerford. 59 at Reagan National, 60 at BWI Marshall, 57 at Dulles. Lows in the low 50s, some 40s in the suburbs tonight. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. And coming up on WTOP, developing tonight uh, news regarding the murder case that uh, was uh, serialized in the viral podcast called Serial. We'll bring you up to speed. It's 1121. Here, frontline voices remember 9-11 in partnership with Verizon. While the nation is divided politically, those who work to prevent another 9-11 attack from happening are united. They have one goal. The rallying cry is protect our country, protect our democracy. Ken Weinstein, Undersecretary for Intelligence and Analysis at the Department of Homeland Security. The people who are in the trenches are focused on one thing and one thing only, which is preventing the next threat. I'm Nick Ainelli. Verizon Frontline is built for those on the front lines. Built for extreme conditions. Built for 5G. Because when lines are on the line, the people we rely on need technology they can rely on. Verizon is the number one network choice in public safety. Verizon Frontline. The advanced network and technology for first responders. Visit verizon.com frontline to learn more. Based on quarterly third-party wireless voice market share data, first quarter 2022. 1122. Beyond King Tut, the immersive experience is a new exhibit celebrating the 100-year anniversary of the discovery of King Tut's tomb. Visitors will experience the wonders of ancient Egypt and learn how modern-day explorers are using forensics to unlock new findings. Be among the first to experience King Tut like never before. The National Geographic Museum is located in downtown Washington, D.C. Sellouts are expected. Book passage today at natgeomuseum.org. Once again, MedStar Washington Hospital Center is ranked among the nation's top cardiology and heart surgery hospitals by the U.S. News & World Report Best Hospitals 2122 Survey. MedStar Washington Hospital Center ranked number 30 out of over 4,500 U.S. hospitals and is the only cardiac center in the Washington, D.C. and Northern Virginia region to be ranked in this elite group of cardiology and heart surgery hospitals. For more information about the MedStar Heart and Vascular Institute, visit MedStarHealth.com. This is WTOP News. It's 1123. 
There is developing news tonight surrounding the release of Adnan Syed, the subject of the viral podcast Serial, whose murder conviction was recently overturned. The Baltimore Banner is reporting that the brother of victim Haymin Lee plans to appeal the decision to overturn the conviction. Syed spent more than two decades in prison after being convicted of murder in Lee's death. She was his girlfriend at the time. A notice was filed today of the intent to appeal the decision to the Maryland Court of Special Appeals. The Baltimore Banner is reporting that the appeal was based on potential violations to the rights of the family to participate in a hearing that happened last week. Earlier this month, a Baltimore judge ordered Syed's release after overturning his conviction. The judge ruled that the state violated its legal obligation to share evidence that could have bolstered Syed's defense. New this evening, 911 call dispatchers in D.C. have come under fire recently for either a slow response or a mistake, such as sending emergency crews to wrong addresses. In some cases, people died. Today, D.C.'s 911 call center underwent three hours of scrutiny during an online roundtable about its operations. The Office of Unified Communications had critics and defenders in the roundtable conducted by the D.C. Council Judiciary Committee. Chairman Charles Allen said the 911 call center has not owned up to its mistakes. Consistently, we've seen issues of blown addresses, failure to relay updated information to responding personnel, delayed dispatches. Allen announced OUC's interim director, Karima Holmes, was not able to attend the roundtable. But Renee Gordon, a veteran of regional 911 operations, said there's a nationwide shortage of 911 staff, and D.C.'s further hampered by a high number of calls. We're lacking staff, and the problem with D.C. is that we have a large amount of 911 calls. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. It's 1125. Money News at 25 and 55 with Larry Kofsky. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Wall Street shook off the selling that has weighed on stocks for about a week, even as the Fed continues to warn of more interest rate hike pain to come. Dow Industrials jumped 549, the S&P gained 72, the Nasdaq climbed 222. Financing a home keeps getting more expensive. Weekly data from the Mortgage Bankers Association show the average rate for 30-year fixed-rate loans has topped 6.5% for the first time since 2008. Return to the office, not at some Amazon call centers. It's encouraging some employees to work from home. Amazon hopes to close multiple call centers around the U.S. and save money on real estate. How well do you sleep? Amazon wants to help you find out with a new $140 bedside gadget called the Halo Rise. It's a combination sleep tracker, lamp, and alarm clock, Amazon's latest attempt to push deeper into health and wellness products. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. Asian stocks are higher at this time. The Nikkei up about a quarter of a percent. And coming up after we check traffic and weather, we're also going to update you on Hurricane Ian, which has lost some steam tonight. It's a Category 1 storm now with winds, uh, sustained winds of about 90 miles an hour. We'll bring you a special report from CBS News. It's 1126. Here's Lynn Polford, head of Sandy Spring Bank's Mortgage Group on Mortgage Options. Let's talk about finding a home lending solution. Given current interest rates and tight inventory, flexibility is key. Conventional loans may be either fixed or adjustable, and there's lots of options, including FHA and VA loans. Or, if you want to build, consider a construction loan. Getting pre-approved will strengthen your offer. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash mortgage. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 406382. How should you plan for when your home becomes too small? Or when the next one gets...